0: And welcome to the Sell the Sizzle podcast. This is the show if you want to sell an idea, a product, or a service. We're going to share sales techniques with you so that you can be a sizzling success. Let's go. And welcome. This is your host, Mick Holly. Glad to have you back again this week. And yes, we're going to be talking about some sizzle. Definitely sizzle today. So the title of today's podcast is "Sell Price." Sorry, "Sell Value," not price. We're going to talk about the difference between price and value. And when I think about uh, value, I go back. Oh, how many years? A lot, many, more than thirty years ago, when I was with IBM and I was on my IBM sales training, and then I had my career in IBM. And I was selling mainframes into large corporate accounts. And our products, IBM's products at that time, probably still the same, were always more expensive uh, than other companies, probably 20% more expensive. And because of the nature of IBM's scale, if you discounted a product for a certain company, then you, it, the product had to be discounted globally for everybody so that you know IBM wasn't playing favoritisms the net result of that would be it just wasn't practical to be able to get a reduction in the price of a product, and so you knew that when the, if the customer said you're way too expensive, your price is way too high, you didn't have the discount card to play. You couldn't say I'm going to reduce the price. And so IBM had this phrase at the time. It's become a bit more popular now, which was you know IBM added value, and you had to articulate what the value was of working with IBM and having IBM as your supplier, the benefits it would give you over and above working with a different or lesser company. So it made you always be thinking about, okay, well, how can I describe value? What would be important to the customer? What can I stress beyond the product? And good old IBM, the sales training always the, uh, the basic, number one, people buy from people they like, number two, they, they buy from companies they like, and number three, the product or the service. And the value added component would always make you think about, you know, the first two rather than the product itself and the price of the product. So the first thing to understand is that you cannot create value by discounting just lowering the price. It's the same value that you're delivering. You're just delivering at a lower price. You've just consumed your profit margin. You're giving it away. So as a top salesperson who wishes to sizzle, you're not going to do that. We don't do that. We have to be able to articulate value. So what's value? Well, value is something it's it's very personal to the buyer it's very individual it's very distinct it's different for each buyer so you 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 can't list down you know i sell to this type of prospect therefore this is the value i'm going to deliver that's too generic you need to get into the mind of your prospect to try and understand what they value and what they value at different parts of the Cycle different parts of their career, you know, changes. So let's just take give a, a little bit of, a, of an example of in the difference, the distinction between price and value. Think about, you know, bottle. I, I was fascinated um, bottled water. We never had bottled water when I was growing up. You know, you got your you got your water from a tap. Uh, and it was very it was it was very good and, the, and there are there are billions of people around the world that would welcome getting water out of a tap but we've created this whole industry of of, of bottled water you know the it the, the, the 60 there'd be something like 61 billion dollars spent on bottled water this year it's an absolutely ridiculous amount well if you if you take water out of your tap or your faucet um it comes out to be about 1 cent Per gallon. But bottled water, if you work it out, you know, you got a small bottle, you round that up to a gallon, it's about $7.50 per gallon. So, so, water in a bottle is 750 times more expensive. Can you think about trying to sell your product? To somebody, and and the customer saying, "Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Holly, but um, your product is 750 times more than the competition. You're not going to discount by 750 times um, because you wouldn't make any money. But it is possible to sell at that ludicrous price. Why is that? Because people value bottled water. Well, different people would value that bottle of water based upon their." circumstances and their wants. So for example, if I'm, you know, rolling up to a gas station and I'm a little parched, right? I might go into the gas station and just pull one of those bottles off of the shelf. Why? Because I value the convenience of it. I don't have to carry water in a flask in my car and save the earth from plastic invasion you know it's just convenient to be able to pick up that bottle of water and and take a drink and can put it in my cup holder in the car i'm good for another 100 miles before i need to i need to stop if you're in the office right you might pick up a bottle it's got a lid on it and you can carry it around from meeting to meeting without spilling it it's, it's easy to transport. I value the fact that I can move it around and I don't need to consume it all at once. Now, there are other people who swear that the water tastes different. So they value, they're going to buy that bottled water because they believe that it's going to taste better. And I find this quite astonishing too because, you know, some of those bottled waters, you've got to read the fine print, some of it is just bottled tap water. They just take it out of the tap and put it into a plastic bottle and charge you 750 times as much. But you're prepared to buy it because you perceive that it's going to taste better. Therefore, you imagine it's going to be tasting better and you value the fact that you are getting something because of the taste. And then you um, you might have had some issues with COVID in the family and you want to make sure that you're not drinking out of a contaminated vessel and so you know that when you crack open that crack of a bottle on the top of the water, it, it's not been tampered with, it's fresh, you're not going to catch anything. So you value the hygiene. So value is all about, um, you know, our wants versus our needs. So let's say, uh, you know, a, a customer, you're selling, um, you know, is looking for a promotion. And they've been doing pretty well in their organisation. And they've built their credibility on the fact that the projects that they lead don't have problems, they always go well. So what they want is a promotion. And so when you are talking to them, you would... As well as stressing your ability to technically meet the demands of this construction pro- project, you might want to stress your ability to manage complex um, projects so that they finish on time. More importantly, that you are a very responsible supplier. And you demonstrate this in your sales processes every time they answer a question. You know, you respond quickly, you solve problems because you want to communicate that when a problem does arise, it's going to be nipped into the bud. It's not going to be a surprise that hits your project manager that then they've got to take into their organisation, which shows that they haven't perhaps had their finger on the pulse as well as they would thought I think. And that promotion Maybe compromise. So, very, very uh, personal, very, very emotional. So, value is a personal and emotional thing. So, the head typically thinks price and the heart thinks wallet. You want more of that wallet share. You don't just want to be discounting the price. So, to reiterate, value is highly personal. And when you get uh, a if you're bidding on a RFP, a request for a proposal, or you're you're or you're um, answering a bid, that bid or RFP is not going to tell you what the prospect values. It's just going to be a rational set of requirements, and it is a very, very poor replica of what the buyer truly wants because the buyer. Has communicated this is what you know I you know we need somebody has taken that and tried to distill it and get it organized in their own mind and then put it on a piece of paper and then it's been reviewed by committee and it starts to look very very bland there's nothing in there that you could really attach to so when you're in that sales process your job as the consummate salesperson is to find out what your prospect values so that you can then attach what your product or service does to delivering against those values against those wants so it really comes down to your ability to form that relationship early and to build sufficient credibility that you can answer, that you can start to ask more searching questions more emotionally Based questions. So, for example, one of the ones I like to use is um, because the, 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 uh, the, a lot of the projects that uh, you know I've sold in the past tend to reveal value over uh, about a year. So, I, I will often ask the uh, the prospect, "Well, what does tell me what does success look like in a year's time?" And, you know, stay stay quiet. And they'll start talking about, well, it's got to deliver this on time. It's got to do that. But then if you just let them, you know, um, speak to you, they'll start saying, you know, and, you know, this will set us up for this and it'll reduce the amount of work that I need to do. It'll help me reorganize my uh, department. You know, I've got some challenges there. And I really would like to move some people around. If this project goes well, I know I should be able to do that. So they'll start to get to more uh, deeper um, desires of what success looks like. Or and then I'll say, well, you know, what will it feel like if if this project goes well? And again, they'll start expressing emotionally. You want to get that. Vision of what success looks like, how it will feel, so that you can then understand what motivates them, what do they value. And armed with two or three of those insights, you can then start to tailor your sales message to deliver against those value components. So remember, let's get into the sizzle, let's get into the value. Don't just attend to the needs of the prospect. Get behind the needs to the wants. Uncover the value and then sell how you're going to deliver that value, how you're going to manifest the value that they are seeking. And then your price will be minor in relation to the perceived value the prospect thinks they're going to get out of your solution. And even if you're 20%, 30% higher than the competition, you can still win because you are selling to their wants, their desires, their emotional requirements. You are articulating value. So thanks for listening to this episode. Get out there, go sizzle, go sell value. And sadly, we've come to the end of another great episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review. Go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. If you're looking for a little bit more detail, a little bit more background, and some of the show notes, you can go to podpage.com forward slash sell the sizzle. That's podpage.com forward slash sell the sizzle. See you next week.